When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Congratulations. Before I lose the entire audience, I want to raise my glass here to Aaron Rodgers. Hey, 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 This is the Rich Eisen Show. I love him. With guest host Susie Schuster. Today's guests. VSIN Managing Editor Brent Musburger. CBS Sports NFL Analyst Amy Trask. Writer and Director of Disney Plus's Chang Can Dunk, Jing Yi Xiao. And now, it's Susie Schuster. That's right, back in the chair for Rich Eisen. I'm Susie Schuster. Happy to be with you. Amy Trask with me the entire second hour. The Princess of Darkness is back. By popular demand, by the way, I have to say that. The response to having her on with me was really exciting and really fun. And God, I love her. So uh, CBS Sports great Amy Trask here to break down uh, what's keeping Rich up at night, which is still the ongoing saga of Aaron Rodgers. We'll talk Lamar Jackson as well. But first in the first hour coming up soon is one of my favorite broadcasters of all time, Brent Musburger and Chris Brockman. Good morning to you. And can you believe... What's up? Everything in the world that's come in sports has come really from Brent Musburger's it's, brain. It's great. It's one of those things, too. Um, good morning to TJ and Jay. You guys are here also. Hey. I was going to say good morning myself. I was <laughs> trying was to there. bring you into the conversation, Chris. You know, it's one of those things you have that conversation with your buddies like, oh, man, if I could pick one broadcaster to, to broadcast a day of my life, like, who would you pick? Brent's on the list. I mean, Brent is an all-timer, all-timer, and it's like so awesome that we got him. I uh, mean, I'm so excited, TJ, so excited, Jay Felly, to have him there, and all of you guys here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm excited to be back with you. 844-204-RICH. Call in. I'll tell you what he's doing on his little uh, vacay with the boys. And we know then, what he's doing. He's Instagramming pictures of his food. He, I mean, he's got to put the Susie, phone down. And I mean, put the no, phone dis- down I, and eat I mean, the food. no disrespect by this. I don't care what he's doing because I'm here. We're at work, <laughs> and you're not. So you know, I don't want to. I don't want someone's vacation plans like weighing in on us. But you know, oh, we're there here. he is. Uh, my Tyrich is back I'm in action. Here. Rich TJ. Eisen. Oh, that's Susie Eisen. That's put right, Charles. Good morning, Charles. Wherever you are, and I'm and sure you're eat sleeping. The food. Don't take pictures of it. Nobody wants to see it. I know. It's very like Katie Couric once said, like, nobody cares about my tuna fish sandwich. And apparently nobody cares about spelling arugula right either because he spelled arugula wrong on Instagram last night. Hi, TJ. Good morning. How are you? Good to see you here on the Roku channel. It's good to see you. Pleasure. What did Siciliano bring for you guys out of curiosity? What did he bring? He must have brought what? Donuts? I mean, no, he he brought nothing. Did he did he he bring ice cream for hour two with Amy Trask? I think yesterday he actually forgot me and Feller were, were allowed to talk because, man, he... It did seem that way. <laughs> Jason, do I <laughs> ever, way, do I ever leave you, you out of a in. conversation? Do I ever leave you out, Jay Feller? Never. No. You're the best. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, 844-204-RICH. Watch us on the Roku channel, channel 210. And listen to Sirius XM, Sirius 218XM, 202. I just get in the car, I hit the app. Because, as we all know, I'm not so great at tech. I go to the Roku app, I hit Rich Eisen, I press another button, and I listen, and it's very simple. So that's how I like to find the Rich Eisen Show. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Rich Eisen Show. Subscribe to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Don't look for me because I don't have social media, because I'm not very responsible with it and have a hot mouth, so I try to stay off of it. Great show, obviously, like I said, Brent Misberger, Amy Trask, and then Jin Xiao, who's the director of uh, Chain Can Jump. Chain Can uh, Dunk, please, on uh, Disney Plus, which you can also watch on mm-hmm. Roku. Watched the movie last night, loved it, and it was fun. And I yeah, looked, it's a I fun, like it. fun feeling. It's a it's a fun feeling movie. A lot of Kobe made me a little emotional, and uh, I just like any movie I can watch with my kids. Yeah, that makes sense because you have children. Yeah, don't and, remind and, me. And there's not a whole lot out there that's uh, family friendly, so. There is not. So it was nice to actually put something on that I could actually um, force them to sit with me for more than 15 minutes at a time. They liked loved it. it. Yeah, they loved it. Yeah, they were it very happy great. with it. 
Happy St. Patrick's Day. Hey, listen. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, so we, right, I think it's time to light the candle and open the booze. I mean, well, the, it's St. Patty's Day. Someone's Irish in this room. I'm wearing all black. You know. Know. Like the homie. Jay <laughs> Felly is stupid. Jay Felly's wearing green today. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I got green Chris, on. Chris, go kiss him. Come on, Chris. <laughs> what? Go kiss him. Give him a, give him a nice smoocheroo. Why, yeah, why, here why he goes. Why not? why not? Where is he? Oh, oh. cutie pie. TJ's got green. I yeah, go kiss nah, him. Nah, he knows by, that. By the way, that result in a fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> Brockman's answering the phone lines today, so if you guys want to call in, he's answering. Yeah, for real. Him. Honestly, if you want to talk to me today, <laughs> I'm answering the phones. I need Ad- callers. Where are my callers? Adam was like, oh, hey, I'm going to Chicago. Uh, you got to do the phones. I'm like, well, who's call- answering the phones? Who's your replacement? Did he just tell you he was going? It wasn't like, can I go? It's like, I'm not going in. No, Rich isn't no. there, so who cares? <laughs> the, best, the best part about this <laughs> is the other day when he was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to be here on Friday. I told Del Tufo. Wait, you mean, wait, you mean the guy is never here? <laughs> He's never here. He wasn't here when he said it. He's not here today. <laughs> Do you think he pulled a fast one, Adam, because he knew that, like, oh, Susie's a pushover. I'll just won't show no, up for I think, her. I think, honestly, he was just like, oh, oh it's a Friday and Susie's here. We don't get a lot of callers when the guest hosts are here. Not apropos of you, just like right. we don't get a lot of callers with the guest hosts. No one's going to notice if I'm out on a Friday. <laughs> okay, so callers, you heard that. I mean, so basically what, fe- what, what, what Adam said was, you don't like me. I feel like that's what he was saying. You know, you they just- don't care about calling in. Call in, you guys. I will take every call about no, no, everything. I have I mean, to answer the phone. Did you miss take the part where I have Chris to answer work. the phones? I love it. You, Make you, Chris work. You turned into Rich Eisen right there. I want to let you know that. <laughs> you took something that was said and completely flipped it to the worst possible thing it could be. Like Adam saying, you know, we won't get many calls. It's not indicative of you. It's just when you have guests, so sometimes right, people right. don't call. You took it to mean that he didn't like you. That was not even close. That we was very rich of me, wasn't it? Rich has a, your husband has a, a way of, of, of doing that, yes. It's very Seinfeldian, very, very Larry. I mean, it really was, right? I went negative on that. I'm going to go positive. That's because people really want to hear what I have to say. People, look, let me tell you something. Of all our guests, and we all our guest hosts are great, and they're all really positively received. But when I tell you, like, social media-wise... Literally, you have like a hundred and one percent approval rating. Oh, thank it, God! You really do. Wait till I screw up today. It's going to be great. <laughs> well, we won't let that happen. <laughs> Don't let it happen. All right, bracket wise, um, guess who is leading in our house? By the way, Xander, who does not watch. watch of course, Xander took Furman. How about that? Furman he did. I Furman. thought about you. I listened to you yesterday. <laughs> say that. Xander, I was laughing man. so hard. Xander took Furman. What? I have no idea what he was thinking. I would have taken Princeton. I didn't do a bracket because. I didn't even think about it. I mean, you know, this is what happened. I feel like who was the one who slept for a million years and then, you know, it's like that whole, the old story about, you know, they went to sleep, woke up a hundred oh, years Johnny later. Appleseed? Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> in my world, in my, Rip Van Winkle, thank you, Mike Hoskins. That was Rip Van Winkle. Rip Van Winkle. I mean, <laughs> talk about like brain fog. Rip Van Winkle. I went to sleep and I woke up. I thought UCLA was still good. Apparently not. I mean, UCLA is still good. Well, um, I picked them to win the championship. You did? Yeah, UCLA has got a good. I mean, they're one of their best players. Got but hurt. Remember so when that, it was that? Yeah, that made it really tough. Yeah, it's to make it tough. But remember when it was like Louisville, Kentucky, and all these other yeah. schools: Duke, North Carolina. And now it's Bama. I'm like, they're a football team. What's Gonzaga's happening here? Gonzaga's always good. Gonzaga's you know, always good. Um, John Stockton's school is always good. That, yeah, Steve Nash. Well, Steve Nash didn't go to Gonzaga. No, he, he didn't. went to Saint, Santa Clara. Santa Clara. Yeah. No, Stockton is like the one-man band for, for Gonzaga, don't you think? The one-man band. It's all you think about when you think yeah. about... By the way, we're, out, we're, we're out on John Stockton. <laughs> Why? Uh, let's not, let's uh, not know, turn he, this into... He has, some, he has some controversial opinions these days. Oh, well, uh, that's another show. Anyway, also, great to see you, Chris. Great to see you. Also, have you seen the new... Uh, I know Rich is obsessed with the Verizon commercials, but have you seen the AT&T ones for the tournament now with Adam Morrison, Stephen Adams, and... Greg Oden, did you see that one yesterday? No. Oh my gosh. Brilliant. Oh God. Different ad campaign, but yes. They, Speaking of like, Gonzaga, Adam Morrison. Yeah. Adam Morrison, yeah. yeah. No, two, I haven't seen any of them. Two-time NBA champion, Adam Morrison. Show that man some respect. Okay, but you know, you said tournament. Have you ever heard Rich say tournament? Oh, yeah. Every so it's often real, that on, thing the comes out. Again. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Keep them ringing. That's right, people. Call in here eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to call for this Rich Eisen show again. Amy Trask in the entire second hour. And by the way, once again, unlike Andrew Siciliano, I showed up with uh, stuff. 
I mean, you you, you so, never come empty-handed. No, I never do. It's, a, it's like a, such a mom. It's like a soccer mom. I might as well bring cuties next time. But, we appreciate you. Um, big time reveal in the second hour. Amy and I are uh, two things women don't do normally, which we're going to sit here and break down a, an ice cream situation. So I want you guys to all get your spoons for the second hour. Oh, okay. We're going to dive oh, you in. And, ice, oh, you did bring ice cream. Babes, I, I brought a duffel bag full of stuff. Man, today. you should come more often. I have, I brought, I have more demands than the Jets and Packers. Combined, you know. So Rich is still not sleeping, even though you know. Listen, he's smelling the trade winds. He's having a great time with his with his guys. Still losing sleep over the Aaron Rodgers situation. And and here's my question for you: mm-hmm. How are we not done with this yet? How are we not over this yet? How well, did this? How, and, and again, thank God Amy's here, TJ. Yeah. But kind of feel like if it was like. Two women negotiating, we would have been done by now. <laughs> I'm just saying, we, we just get things done a little quicker. Like you have a tendency the, the picks too. and Rich, Rich is like, ah, don't listen to the deadline thing. September, it's all going to get done. I can't take it in the two picks. I'm like, I don't know. I, I mean, make a decision here, guys. This is just getting tedious, don't you think? It's like enough already. Like, make your decision. Is it the two picks? Is it before the draft? Will the Jets get something back? Do they need to bolster their young quarterback around, whoever it's going to be? I mean, let's face it, guys. Call it a day and play football. I mean, we kind of, I think, can all come to the agreement, Chris, maybe that they're going to drag this out as long as humanly possible. And I think it's just for the story. I think because this, you're right. This could have been done, but I don't think it's going to get done anytime soon. I think it's hilarious. I think the, pa- <laughs> the Packers are like, "Look, Aaron, we've been kind of sick of your ass for a while now, right. and you want to go over there? Cool. Well, they're going to have to pay, and <laughs> they're going to make him sweat it out. Will it get done? Yeah, it, it'll get done. It'll get done. It'll get done. He's, Not in a timely he's, fashion. Though. He's never playing for the Packers again. As someone else is calling right now. <laughs> keep hey. calling, people. And, uh, Chris doesn't do much here. Just keep calling. <laughs> I mean, it's like ridiculous. Line two, I hope Adam Susie. is enjoying whatever. He, he Instagrammed a meal last night, too. I hope he's enjoying it as well. <laughs> I never Instagram food. Jerk. It's so stupid. No one cares. Nobody cares what you had. For, and also, it, it looks kind of show-offy. It's like, what are you eating? I might Instagram out my ice cream to my four followers today. I mean, <laughs> like my four friends who will Follow me, but I've already eaten a whole pint of mint chip. You are disgusting. <laughs> it's going to be disgusting over here in a minute. By the way, I brought multiple, <laughs> multiple <laughs> containers, knowing that Chris would Hoover his way through the first hour. Man's loves Hoover ice cream. his way. You don't even have the toppings yet. What's I wrong? I can't even with eat you? any of that. There's stuff no anymore. Jimmy's My on that yet. Sprinkles. There's no Jimmy's on that yet. Sprinkles. Whatever. Sprinkles. Yeah, sprinkles. Fighting words. Sprinkles. Come on, anyway, guys. Anyway, I think Jimmy's. it's I think it's hilarious. Like, two teams that really aren't going to matter next year. Like, the Jets, we're going to see them on TV, but what? Come on. They're going to go 9-8 and eight again. They're going to be such a disappointment. Oh, and, and everyone's going to be hilarious. Like, oh. Rich is like, yeah, we're, we're, we're going all the way next year. I'm like, no, you're not. Going all the way where? We'll see you, we'll see you in two weeks in <laughs> right. New England. All right? One at home and one in away. <laughs> buy a ticket to the Super Bowl like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't choke. I, I'm just saying that I, I... Oh, the other thing I wanted to bring up, we talked about this a couple minutes ago. Um, let's not pretend that these... Guys don't know who the reporters are. I, I, I mean, that. I, I mean, I, I, I again, I'm from the Jurassic age, and um, you know, obviously, I lived with the Lakers for a couple of years, three mm. years, and and spent a long time on the road with ABC. But the guys know your name. So let's not pretend we don't know who Diana Rossini is. I mean, let's not let's let's give people the credit. Reporters work so hard and so hard at trying to do the right thing. Ninety five percent of them. But let's give everybody a little bit of credit here and, mm-hmm. and treat each other with the respect. You know, I know that I worked my rear off to have great contacts and, and the guys that you can, you know, shackle say like I did my job. Mm-hmm. But don't pretend we don't know who they are. This story is all anybody's talking about. I'm totally over it. I just want to know at what point will the Jets lose next year with or without Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's all I care about. You know, Rich says that, like, if you're suffering from Rogers fatigue, then you shouldn't watch football. But, like, how could you not be suffering from fatigue from this story? Just get the deal done. And, like, I don't want to hear about this every day, but we have to talk about it every day. Again, if Amy and I were doing this. It would have been done? We'd sit down. We'd hammer it out. I wouldn't fly her to Lucky's until I knew what was going on. <laughs> I'd, I'd want to know in advance, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? Mm-hmm. I feel for Lamar Jackson, too. The tweet went out saying 31 teams will be disappointed they didn't take me, or I paraphrase. 
But wow, uh, that's another one to ask Amy about. What is happening with Lamar Jackson? And, and why aren't there a lot of other suitors out there? Is it the, is it the effect from last year and the negotiations? Uh, what, what is it? And so that'll be something we'll talk about, not only with Amy, but with Brent Musburger, my all-time favorite announcer of all time, mm-hmm. and people. I mean, I, I just think when I was digging into Brent a little bit again, just as a reminder... It's so incredible, his intersection with sports. And I thought to myself, that's the next documentary I want to see. By the way, that little blurb that you text to me and Chris asking us, did we know that, which I'm sure you'll bring up. For as much as I think I know about sports, I'm pretty sure I never knew that fact that you're going to talk to Brent about regarding college basketball. That That was pretty amazing. What I love about you, TJ, is that was a nice tease. That was great. That was well done. I try. Yeah, you did a great job. People there. are literally yeah. calling me just to say hi. Call Chris <laughs> Brockman, 844-204-RICH. That's 844-204-RICH. Just call him. This is the most I've talked on the phone in like months. Like Even if you but don't want to talk to me, just just keep him busy. He doesn't do much here. Hey, it's 915. So doesn't you know do what, much here you know on the Rogan channel. What's that? It's... uh. It's most of the time. Let's go. Bang. Happy St. Patty's, wow. people. Yeah, you that was a good Salute. sound. That was great. Go. I'm nothing if great not audio. consistent. I, yeah, good I love audio. doing that on, on isn't that what Isn't that SMR? Isn't that what the kids are calling it now? ASMR or something? That sounds like something Feller would be into. My kid's three. Ouch. Do you want to tell the story about Cage and what happened with I got peed on last night. Wait, what? What? Real quick before we get to Brent. Let's do that. So Nothing sets up Brent Musburger like the story. No, I'll tell the story right. No, no, no. Now gotta you got to go with it. Now you got to go. peed on me. <laughs> We're sitting there watching PJ Masks, and I got the, the tournament the tournament on the, I sound like Rich, I got the brackets on the other TV. I have two TVs in the living room. It's all good. And then all of a sudden we're Rich sitting people. we're sitting there. He's eating his peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and then I feel my leg get warm, and then I look down. And I'm like, "Did you just pee on me?" And he's like, "Yeah, Daddy, I went pee." I'm like, "Yeah, no kidding." <laughs> all over the couch, all over my leg. It's great. Well, nighttime is the right time to <laughs> fight crime. In case you didn't know that. Yeah, I don't have a rhyme. Like, you don't have a rhyme. Well, well done. So true. You have no rhymes. You love the nighttime. I've got no rhymes. I mean, terrible. let me tell you something. That That's up there with Caillou. After a while. <laughs> things you hate? Uh, you know, PJ Masks is better than Caillou. Anything's oh, better than Caillou. PJ like, Masks is not after terrible. A while, it's not ter- terrible, but after a while. Like, shows, but uh, yeah, after a while, it's like, okay. Can well, we watch something else? I mean, that nighttime is the right time to fight crime. Really gets into your head. <laughs> Super Six gecko muscle. Oh, there you go. I heard that. <laughs> heard that? Yeah. Exactly. That's, some, that's, yeah. A, that's ASMR or whatever that thing is. You know, my, oh, my kids saying, ASMR. He just likes going, I'm Catboy. Like, cool. Are you like, <laughs> gecko? What yeah. about, are you at, um, this is not a sports conversation, no. but we'll have it. We're going to talk Chink and Dunk later, so we're going to talk oh, a lot yeah. about kids Great stuff movie. today. Great movie. Really just a fantastic movie and a good feel good. But, you know, Very we can good. also talk about the fact that you're not up to Paw Patrol yet. Oh, no, we are. We're in all of it. You are. We're Blaze, Paw Patrol, PJ Masks. We've, we've kind of gotten off of the cars. That's sad. We've moved on from cars. Because he was heavily into cars, right? I really like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually don't mind Cars 2. I know people hate Cars 2. I think it's fine. What about Cars 3? Cars 3 is good, too. I like all of them. I'm actually wishing there was a Cars 4. What are we doing? You've got a director from Disney Plus today. Pitch it. Let's go. Let's go. Cars 4. I think it's a great idea. Let's, are, let's pitch it. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? I mean, my God. Okay. We have we have so much time on our hands while we wait for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and the Jets to iron this out. We can pretty, you know, pretty much talk about anything. I mean, we, we, got, so. we, we have days. So, um, yeah, so Brent Musburger will be with us. I really want to have you guys just call in. Like I said, Chris doesn't do a lot here. <laughs> so if you just keep calling. We have some callers already. And by the, way, things, by the way, suck it, Adam. Phone's ringing. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Did no, I just say Adam that? That's not here. nice. Time out, Susie. Those aren't the glasses we agreed upon right, before the show. We need to get to break. Okay. <laughs> Let's, we need Let's to, to get break. to break. There you Let's go. go to break. We're back in the 70s. When we come back, the greatest guy in all time, Brent Musburger, right here on The Rich Eisen Show.
Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr, and many more. Streaming right now on Netflix. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. Keep calling us 844-204-RICH because Chris Brockman has little to do on the show besides eat ice cream. And I want you guys to call in and just keep him busy. Susie Schuster here in for Rich Eisen. Thrilled to be with you here on Roku Channel and... Now I get the pleasure of bringing in my top guest, and I was so thrilled to have him call in because I think Brett Musburger is the most interesting man in the world and wanted to have him on, from just basically tell him to park his way on the phone and talk to us about all things Brent. Hi, Brent. How are you? Hi, Susie. Susie, I need some winners. I need some winners on Friday. I had a dark Thursday. You know what I mean? How are you, Susie? <laughs> tell me that you didn't take Princeton and Furman. Come on, Brent. I Listen... I did. I had Furman. That was my loan. No, did you really? I had Northwestern. I had the alma mater. But don't ask me about anybody after that. Are you kidding me? The I would Princeton like to know. Tigers. Yeah, the I mean, Princeton Tigers. Holy Toledo. I want to know who's the, uh, who's the one guy in the world who has their bracket not blown up by now. There's got to be somebody out there. Yeah, somebody who flips coins. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or uses their pet dog. You know, somebody like that might... Uh, might still be alive, but it was a you know it's always wonderful to to have March Madness and uh, everybody enjoys it so much. I was I was very very hopeful that uh, you know stockbrokers are some of the biggest gamblers in the world. Those people who work back from Wall Street, and I was so hopeful that would take they would take their eye off the bank stocks and forget about it for forty eight hours and just bet basketball. But apparently, when I get up this morning in the Pacific time zone here in Las Vegas, they have not. Bank stocks are cruising downward. Susie, we need some, we need some good news. You know what I mean, Brent. We need a lot of good news, and you're in the right city for that. But I have to say, but I just couldn't believe when I was digging into you again, Brent. What aren't you responsible for in terms of catchphrases in sports? When I was doing my deep dive, just to reconfigure everything I knew about you before, I had no idea that March Madness came from you. That the idea of March Madness came out of your mouth in 1982. Can you tell us that story, please? Well, actually, we have to give full credit. I'll tell you a cute anecdote about the story and how March Madness came to be. First of all, the first time it was used to the best of the NCAA and the network's knowledge was CBS took March Madness away from NBC. We we outbid them for the tournament. NBC had regionalized it for, for several years. The executive who deserves a lot of credit is no longer with CBS. His name is Kevin O'Malley, a young man who went to Boston College loved college basketball and uh, he was at a bar saloon uh one evening in new york and we were watching a notre dame game against the byu of all things danny ainge was playing very well and he looked over at me and he said we're going to bid for this and we're going to get the tournament for next year which cbs did they had they had enough money to do it and we did all the games on a regional basis in other words the local television stations carry the game that was uh relevant to their particular area 
I was the host. I was not the play-by-play man uh, when CBS got. Gary Bender was the original play-by-play man for uh, CBS. But I had a board physically where I actually put names of the teams up and everything. And it was a late one Thursday evening after the opening games. And I, I said, we had a couple of big upsets late that night out of the West Coast. And I said, folks, this is madness. This is, this is March Madness. Now, where it came from, uh, I didn't just pull it out of thin air. But when I was a newspaper man and a broadcaster back in Chicago, back at, uh, when I started, there was a car dealer who was uh, always close to the state high school basketball tournament in the state of Illinois. It was a big, big deal. In fact, the state high school basketball tournament at that time in Indiana and Illinois was actually bigger than the college tournament. And he referred to it in an ad that ran in our paper, the Chicago's American, as March Madness, and he would print the games. But then, of course, underneath, he would have, uh, you know, his car sales for March. That was all part of March Madness. And that stuck with me when I went to the network. Well, they wanted to copyright it. The NCAA wanted to copyright it. And the state of Illinois alerted them that they had used March Madness before they had. So, obviously, the attorneys came to me and asked me. And I said, listen, I said, that definitely, definitely uh, was started by the uh, state of Illinois and their downstate high school basketball tournament. It had nothing to do with college. I said, um, and if I'm called to testify in any kind of court proceeding, I will, I will tell you and I will tell the judge and I will tell whoever else is there that this belongs to the state of Illinois, not the NCAA. Well, a settlement was made. The NCAA didn't, didn't argue with, with what I told them uh, because it was the truth. And, um, they paid the state of Illinois. I have no idea what the sum was. And now uh, the NCA does own, they have the copyright to, uh, to March Madness. But that's, that's how it began. And it, it stems from the Illinois State High School basketball tournament and a, and a car dealer in Chicago. And I just, uh, Susie, it was accidental. It wasn't something I wasn't thinking about, but we had a couple of big upsets late that night. I was at the board and so I called it March Madness and, uh, Obviously, it's stuck, in it, and it's a great description. The the NCAA at one time uh, actually considered moving the tournament to April, and um, the fact that March Madness became a copyright, and so many people refer to it, uh, has impacted the NCAA to keep it to keep it where it is in March. But if if that had not been copyright, I believe me, they would have moved the tournament into April. Uh, March is a little bit tricky for them to gear back up after the Super Bowl and everything. And they thought they could grow college basketball better if they delayed the tournament. But because it's known far and wide and forevermore as March Madness, they will play the tournament in March with the championship game uh, being in the early stages of April. And that's the story. Brent Musburger here on the Rich Eisen Show. I could hear you basically tell the story of nothing just because... your gift of gab is so extraordinary. What's your favorite March Madness story? There are so many. Uh, back in the 80s, um, I will tell you one. In fact, uh, somebody asked me about it yesterday. I was making my way through one of the casinos and talking to people. And uh, So um, Villanova was set to play Georgetown in the championship. And the championship was in a small building for, you know, the championship game. That, today, of course, they're played in the big football stadiums and, and everything's so like packed more people in. But this one was played at the University of Kentucky uh, down in Lexington. And in that tournament, we had three. In fact, the last time they had three teams in one conference, the Big East had three teams, Villanova and Georgetown being two of them. And, and they advanced. I believe the other two teams might have been St. John's and Memphis, but I don't, don't remember. Anyway, I know what the championship game was. It was Villanova and Georgetown. John Thompson uh, was coaching Georgetown. Raleigh Massimino was coaching Villanova. By this time, I'm, I'm now doing the play-by-play. I'm not the host. Uh, John Thompson uh, was somewhat difficult to deal with. Uh, a very decent human being, did a great job at Georgetown, but didn't like the media probing around what he was doing in practice, et cetera. So he kept, he kept the Hoyas in uh, Louisville. Uh, which leads to part of this story later. But Villanova stayed in Lexington, and Raleigh Massimino was at practice on Sunday. And I went over to watch Villanova practice because I was not going to be allowed uh, to watch the Hoyas practice up in the, up in Louisville. So I sat through the Villanova practice. They had played 
Georgetown twice during the regular season. They had taken them overtime once before losing. They had lost both times. And and Raleigh was there after practice, and and I went over to him, and, and I believe my question was something like, Raleigh, what in the world are you going to do to stop Patrick Ewing and this uh, talented Hoya team this time? And he kind of looked at me with this weird look, and he said, you don't think we can win this game, do you? And I said, Raleigh, you're you're up to a 12-point underdog in some places. I said, you got your hands full. He said, let me tell you, Musburger. He said, I like that sport coat you're wearing. I'll bet you that sport coat that we win this game. I said, Coach, what, what do I get if you lose it? And we laughed. And he said, I'll take you out to dinner in Philadelphia. <laughs> I said, okay, Raleigh. Um, game on. Well, the rest is history. A Monday night at one of the great upsets of the history of uh, of the championship. And I don't think it would have occurred today simply because Raleigh was able to, to slow the pace down. They didn't have a shot clock. And uh, they upset uh, Georgetown. Now, to go back to the Louisville part of the story, I have always thought because the Hoyas ran into very difficult traffic traveling from Louisville to Lexington that night in their bus, I have always thought that they were impacted by having to sit in that bus I think it was upwards of an hour, an extra hour uh, in the travel. Traffic was that heavy coming into Lexington that night to party or watch the game or, or, or whatever. And I think that those two things help. Well, anyway, my sport coat had been purchased from a, a clothier in uh, Westport, Connecticut. Um, Mr. Bill Mitchell was Mitchell's. And so I went up and I said, Bill, this sport coat that you sold me that I liked so very much, I lost to Raleigh, Massimedia. Can we make one that would fit him so I can keep mine? And we laughed. And, of course, he did. And I uh, I went over to Philadelphia, and I presented Raleigh Massimino in a private party with a couple of libations, if you know what I mean. I presented him with his, with his sport coat. And that's probably the only time I ever bet a coach on the outcome of a game and lost. But it was memorable because uh, it still goes down as one of the great upsets in the history of the uh, of the NCAA tournament. We're not afraid of a libation the, here, Bryn. We're not afraid other, of that. The other one. Go ahead. We're not afraid of a libation here. We drink every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I bring mimosas, Brent. I'm just saying. Well, you go on to the, the rest other, of the story. Yeah, well, just the, um, and I didn't mean to uh, interrupt you, but the, the other one is because you see the video all the time. Uh, when North Carolina State pulls off its upset of Houston, Albuquerque, of all places, in the small building, everybody sees that picture for about four seconds of Jim Valvano prancing around the middle of the floor, looking a little bit lost, nobody around him. Well, what happens next in that video is I, and and again, I go back, I was the host that night. Gary was the play-by-play guy. And all of a sudden, Jim Valvano is in in our set sitting in a chair. Uh, He didn't know where to go. And uh, so the network quickly came to me to interview interview coach and and uh, Valvana was was also a great friend and we later worked together and uh, I missed him dearly he was a he was an outstanding analyst and Jimmy Valvano taught me something uh that to this day I use uh I said coach when you're traveling and you know your plane is late you're sitting there uh in an airport well, how do you pass time because you don't like to drink that much what do you do he said you know Brent I'll sit next to a complete stranger, and and how I open the conversation is, what's your story? And I said, what do you mean? He said, listen, everybody's got a story. And you get them talking, and he said, you take the conversation from there. And you know, I've used it. I've used it a couple times when I've been delayed in airports, and and Coach Valvano was right on the money. What's your story? And, uh, man, it's amazing. It's amazing the backgrounds you learn about uh, different people. Now, of course, now, of course, in the era of the cell phone, you can't get people to take their take their eyes off their cell phone or if you know what I mean. So. Well, God forbid you have a conversation. You're too busy tweeting or YouTubing yes. or, or, or texting. Uh, and if everybody that you've interviewed, who's been the most fascinating? Oh, beyond a shadow of a doubt. Number one, number two, number three, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali actually helped me get my job in, uh, in broadcasting. I was a part-time radio guy. And I had known uh, Muhammad from uh, from being newspaper man in Chicago, and I had covered his rise. And uh, when he became a Muslim, I, I actually covered that story. And I, I would go down to his um, house down on the south side of Chicago, very modest 
very modest home, and uh, you would go in, and uh, he would delight in seeing somebody with a tape recorder. And Susie, actually, I, I'd ask Muhammad maybe one question, and he'd take it for 15 minutes uh, from there. And then I'd go back and I'd play the tape up on uh, the CBS radio station, and and that's how uh, that's how I got my first job when they made me the offer. And I'll never forget. I went back over to Chicago's America, and I had this offer, and I had a mortgage. I married with Arlene, first child, and uh, and I said, you know, I've been offered this contract by this radio station full time. I'm going to take it. And uh, Luke Carroll, the managing editor at the time, said, you're going to leave a newspaper column to go to radio to talk about, are you crazy? And I said, yeah, I guess I am. But I was hopeful that he'd make a counter offer and I could stay at the newspaper, but he didn't. And so uh, I left the typewriter behind. We didn't have word processors in the day. And I went to work at WBBM and uh, within a year I was also downstairs doing the strip on television. And that's how it all started. But but I really believe the key figure, to go back to, to, go back to your question, uh, Muhammad Ali was was a wonderful character to be around, and he uh, he was a great showman, and uh, he loved being interviewed. Uh, later, later we interviewed him, of course, many a times on television, uh, being in Chicago and everything. And uh, he was he Susie, he was some character, and uh, I loved Muhammad. We are all the better, Brent Musburger, that that offer was not matched. I have to say, I'd love to know. Um when people see you in a casino and when they stop you, what do they want to, do they want you to say you're looking live? Like, what do they say to you? <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because yesterday I had, I had something happen to me that never, VSIN, the company that my nephew started, Vegas Stats and Information Network, which is a, a, a gambling network on sports, which we started just before the Supreme Court legalized it in New Jersey, and then the United States took it from there. But we had to put out a T-shirt when I, my guys in the desert, of course, was my first show, and 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 the way I closed it and opened it is, uh, you know, cash some tickets, folks, because cash and tickets is what it's all about. And they put out a T-shirt back in that day. I don't know, what are we, seven years old now? And it's it's got a likeness of my face, and, and and it's on the front of us. Cash and tickets is what it's all about. And so, help me. I was going through the Red Rock, which is close to my home, uh, Stations Casino here in Las Vegas. And a man walked, and I did a double take, and he had the T-shirt on, and he he recognized me immediately. And I started laughing, and he started laughing. And uh, he, he the first thing that they always say is, "Can I take your picture? Can I have a picture with you?" And yet. Yeah, of course, with this era of cell phones, and of course I did. And then probably the second question after the picture is, who do you like today? Who do you like? You know, I, suddenly I become the oracle, and, I, and I, try not, I try not to because, listen, I'm no better than anybody else, and uh, I know how difficult those numbers are. I'll give them whatever I think might be a safe bet for them to take. But it's normally, Susie, when you make your way, the picture, the picture is number one. They want that, uh, or they might say you are looking live. You know, they might start that way, and and it's always a conversation. And and I always stop and because we wouldn't be anything, any of us in this business without the uh, without the audience. And uh, it's been so great being being part of it. And and I actually I actually like talking to the uh, the people who are over there having a great time. And there's. There's no scene in the uh, in the casino. Anybody who likes sports at all, especially college basketball, should make their way to Vegas one time for the opening weekend, the Thursday, Friday. Those are the days to just be in a sports book and uh, and soak up the energy and the and the entertainment. I have I have one uh, bookmaker here, Chris Andrews, down at the South Point, and uh, he he put up a couple years ago first team to score 15 points. Okay. Doesn't have anything to do with the final score in the game, but score 15 points, and he puts the prices out on every game. And I just love to go down to the South Point on Thursday or Friday, and and just watch the crowd go crazy when one team hits 12 and the other team stuck on eight. And and it's interesting because sometimes that team stuck on eight will make it to 15 first, and it's a little bit like the coin flip of the Super Bowl. You've got this great energy in the uh, in the sports book, and uh, the the reason why the bookies though like 
the bookies like March Madness better than the Super Bowl because uh, people just hand over their cash. <laughs> so many games, so much action. They've got the advantage with the numbers. And uh, I think last year, Chris told me on on the first of 15, I think the South Point on one day lost, um, I think it was $38,000. But he laughed and he said, but we got it all back before they hit the exits. And so it's, it's just uh, it, it, it's just a great time. It's a great party uh, over here in Las Vegas, and uh, and it's fun to watch. I, You know, I always tell everybody, especially youngsters, I say, listen, be careful. If you think you're going to make a living betting sports, think again. And if you think you're going to beat the numbers that those guys put out, think again. But, but if you want to have some recreation and enjoyment, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, sure, we've got the $1,000 betters. We've got the 100000 We Yeah, we've got Mattress Mac down in Houston. Of course, we've got those. But those are the exceptions. Most of the people who bet sports are the $20 up to the $100 betters, and, and that's what fuels the industry. It's incredible. Brent, can I implore you to stand by during the break? We come back to ask you a couple questions about modern-day NFL. Uh, yeah, sure. Get a couple sir. minutes. Go ahead. You got to run. You got a couple minutes. You can be I honest. Got a couple minutes. Okay. Uh, I got a couple minutes. We're going to go to break right back here on the Rich Eisen Show with Brent Musburger right after this break. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Susie Schuster in for Rich and the great Brent Musburger stayed on very nicely through the break for two more questions for you, Brent, because you're just too great to talk to. And I had to ask, what's your take on this current drama that has the NFL gripped with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and the Jets? How will this shake out, do you believe? (laughs) Well, it's going to shake out with Aaron Rodgers quarterbacking the New York Jets. I don't think there's any doubt about that, but it does bring together, Susie, (laughs) what I think is oil and water Mm. is going to be delightful for us as the fans, and that's Aaron Rodgers versus the New York press. Uh, They've already started. Every day, I have to look at the covers on the New York Post, and they've already started. (laughs) Yesterday, Aaron Rodgers in a jet and under a top gun, and we'll go from there. Um, you know, most divas in the NFL have been wide receivers or defensive backs. Those are the two positions where you get your most divas. Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback is an exception. There's no doubt he's a diva. But like most divas, the public is very fascinated in what you do, what you say, and they will follow, they will follow Aaron Rodgers. But I happen to believe, and I'm, I know some other people don't believe this, but I think the Jets hold the cards because um, the Packers don't want Aaron Rodgers anymore. Um, they want to move on from him. So, therefore, I don't think the Jets are going to have to give up as much as the Rams did for Matthew Stafford. Okay, basically, they gave up. Let's start at the top with two number ones plus a starting quarterback. Let's not forget that Jared Goff has done a decent job with the Detroit Lions since going over there. 
So in my opinion, and the situation that is just how long will Rodgers stay? You know, he's older than uh, Matthew Stafford moving over there. Now, will he give the Jets just one year, uh, or will he give them two or three years as their quarterback? And um, the Jets and the Packers could reach an agreement along those lines. Uh, another number one draft choice, let's say that he achieves uh, certain numerical standards as a quarterback and agrees to come back for a second year, maybe that means the second number one. Uh, goes in the direction of the Packers. I'm not, I'm not close to either of the front offices. Uh, I think it's a terrific off-season story. It keeps the NFL uh, in the headlines, and no, no group in the history of this country has ever done better from a public relations standpoint than the National Football League. And this, this gives everybody something to talk about. Every show that I've been on about March Madness, eventually I get asked about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and, and even here in Las Vegas, I get asked a lot more about Aaron Rodgers than I do Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the new, uh, the new Raider quarterback, Susie. So it's going to be a, going to be a fascinating story. But my prediction is that Aaron Rodgers will be the quarterback of the New York Jets next season. The great Brent Musburger here on the Rich Eisen Show. Brent, before you go, I will ask you who is going to win at all this tournament, and then I'll let you go. <laughs> Roll damn tide. <laughs> it's the tide, isn't it? Uh, you know, they. I think they're the best team in the country. I don't, I'm full disclosure, one of the few coaches I don't know. I don't think I've ever been around Oates. And uh, I think he's done a terrific job because he's handled, he's handled an ugly situation uh, off the field well, and he's kept that team performing. And a lot of times, Susie, when you get major distraction, like Alabama's basketball team has had, it impacts your performance on the floor. Uh, but so far, that has not proven to be the case. Now, I think everybody should keep an eye on Houston because the Final Four is there. Uh, I, I would select Kansas to also go to the Final Four, but I'm pulling from my buddy Bill Self. That was major heart surgery that he that he underwent. Uh, you know, he's going to miss the Big 12 tournament because of an illness. Uh-uh, that was no illness. That was major heart surgery. And I, and I hope Coach is feeling better. I hope he's able to get back, but I will tell you, having been around the Kansas program, they depend heavily on, on Bill Self as a game leader. And uh, so that's, I put UConn in uh, out of that division. And I went back with my buddies from Purdue. Full disclosure, my stockbroker in Chicago is from Purdue. The Boilermakers <laughs> usually fail this time of year. I'm fully aware of that, but I got the Boilermakers going in and playing Alabama in one semifinal. But but you asked me the question, and I'll say it again. Roll damn tide. <laughs> Brent, you're like driving a Cadillac. Thank you so much for your time and your generosity. Oh, and, and Say hello to Rich. I sure will. Okay. Take care, Susie. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Brent, and thanks for holding on and staying on for a second one. Really appreciate your time. What a legend. You you know, you can't can't go to break and just not ask him to stay on. It's kind of like, it's a little bit of a move for me to ask him to stay on, but every story he tells, I think, is crazily interesting. And and again, like, maybe that's a documentary. He's been everywhere. He's probably the greatest quoted broadcaster, except for maybe Do You Believe in Miracles? Wouldn't you imagine, Chris? Yeah, it's like him and Al and, um, and Marv and just those guys from like our generation, these older broadcasters who, you know, they kind of started everything that you're seeing now, all those talking head shows and the pregame shows. These guys started it. And it's kind of awesome that uh, Brent's still in the mix and he's still nice enough to call in and talk to us and he still has the great pipes and he sounds uh, amazing and his memory is his recall is still on point that he can you know just rattle off stuff like he like it just happened and um i love brent it was awesome it was really nice of him to call in i don't remember yesterday and he he's remembering yeah, yeah, things right? like you know tj brought up this incredible poolside uh, photograph that he's in with Joe Namath and yeah. and what wasn't he a part of and i guess that's why i really wanted him to to call in today, and I'm super grateful that he did, because he is an indelible part of sports broadcasting history, sports period. Yeah. I mean, what? who doesn't say you're looking live? He's like Forrest Gump. I mean, it's mm. just like any big moment in our sports lives or our sports memories, he was there, or he was the voice for it. And, uh, yeah, all-timer.
And to Absolutely. get back, Absolutely. sorry, Chris, and to get back to that March Madness tease, the story he finally shared about how the March Madness thing came yeah. about. Like, That's crazy. No idea that that was the case. I know. He's also incredibly generous with his time, like we said. And, and when I was a kid starting out, he, I mean, I, he was Brent Musburger. I was so intimidated and he was so kind and, and cool with his time. And you never get past that. You always remember who put their hand out for you when you're starting out. And yeah. He was that for me, and I always appreciate it. He and Leslie Visser, the two people that were the most generous with their time when when I was coming up, so you always appreciate that. But, yeah, I think he's incredible. And, by the way, if you want Vegas picks, who do you go to besides Brent? Can you imagine walking through a casino with him? People just must be like... So excited yeah. to see him come through. Have you ever been to Vegas for a, for a final? I, I've, I've been for the first weekend. I've done that. I've done that trip before. I've been to a couple final fours in Syracuse and made it uh, with, with Andrew, actually. But uh, just walking through the casino, seeing your face on a T-shirt and then that dude going, hey, can I get a picture? And who do you like tonight? Like, that's the Vegas dream. Uh, Brent's Brent's just He's the best. Yeah, he's the greatest. Well, we have another great when we come back. Amy Trask joining us for most of the another legend. second hour. Another legend. It's Legendary Friday. It's St. Patrick's Day. It's ice cream and booze. Where it's else mimosa. can you find that on the radio <laughs> when we come back? Oh, we got two games and going on, on right Roku. now? I mean, I try to bring a little something this extra is, to Roku. We got, we got Xavier and Kennesaw State, TJ. Okay. Michigan State, USC going yeah, on right 28, now. 28-27, right Michigan now. State, USC. All right, who do we got? Who else we got? And Xavier's Kina's up 13. 20 13. Oh, yeah, 20, yeah. Okay, so also, that's a seven-point Also, Susie, so I love how you asked Brent if he would hold on for a little bit to do the, the, the extra segment. That was, I, mean, that these, was, I was a little nervous. These guys love you. Like, no one's going to tell you no. He would have hung up on Rich, I'm quite sure of. But <laughs> no one's going to, no one tells hey, you no. Rich, I got to go. You know, I got to go. Let's just be honest. You know, this is my problem. I sat there <laughs> thinking I haven't asked him about Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I haven't asked him who's winning at all. Anybody out there who's watching this on Roku or radio or wherever you are would be like, Susie, we are, what kind of idiot are you? Ask him who's going to win. So I took that deep breath and I dug deep. It may have been the. Well, you're uh, a professional. This well, isn't your first. The liquid rodeo. courage over here, well, but hey, you know. two salute, you know. So yeah, Amy Trask. When we come back, the Princess of Darkness. By the way, the best ice cream lover of all time. Where else can you sit here eating ice cream at ten o'clock in the morning and drinking people? mimosas? Drinking, I mean, wasting time with a best of them while rich is sleeping off a hangover is fantastic <laughs> he'll be up he, he's very into um facetiming me like when the sun sets i'm like babe i'm putting down our three kids like great sunset peace out mahalo can we talk about look honey it's the sunset i'm like rich's selfie game when look we guys come back. big ben can we talk about his selfie game when we get back when we come back selfie <laughs> game with tj and amy trask right here on the rich eisen show